The Death of the Art podcast is a Neon Crypt production and is recorded in York, North Yorkshire, England. My name is Dorian Deathley, a ghost tour guide and professional spookologist. And I'm Dee Dee Deathley, spook enthusiast and professional ghost botherer. Expect extreme ghostly peril and be warned, some mildly spicy language may occur. So just a quick disclaimer before we get started on this episode, we recorded this at Sci-Fi Scarborough Live. We were asking guests to come over um, and have a little chat with us about anything that they'd seen of a supernatural, spooky nature. And the room was very busy, so therefore there is quite a lot of background noise. And if you're, you know, really, really quiet and really paying attention, you might just hear the sound of Daleks and uh, and Cybermen and, and, and at one point a very excitable town crier. So there you go. Uh, next episode, we'll be back in the studio. We'll be back to our usual, lovely, clear, coherent selves. Um, so this one's just for fun. Uh, 45 minutes or so of completely random ghost encounters by people we know, know a little bit, and some people we've never met before. Enjoy. Hello, Mrs. Deathly. Hello, Mr. Deathly. How are you? I'm really good, thank you, um, actually. It's is wild, isn't it? We're, back, we're, we're here doing a, a brand well, special episode, a brand special spanking episode of the Deathly Dark podcast. And By the seaside. We do like to spook beside the seaside. <laughs> we are here at Sci-Fi Scarborough. It is a Saturday in April. I, the 20, 22nd, oh, you may hear large announcements. If you're here and you're listening to this, well done, you've travelled in time. <laughs> um, you're going to probably hear the course of the day um, all sorts of strange announcements and sounds. We're asking people to come and share uh, their scary stories, their ghostly encounters. Um, they will almost certainly be soundtracked by the babbling hubbub of thousands of voices, um, the sound of town criers ringing oh, their yeah. bells, people shouting, oh yeah. It's been relatively quiet in here for the last hour, and as soon as I hit the record button, it's kicked <laughs> off. off. It's all kicked off. Um, you'll hear Daleks shouting at each other, um, Deadpool's being sassy, just, just, just big old nerds and geeks like ourselves having a good time. Um, so yeah, um, uh, without further ado, uh, we'll crack on. How many will we get today? What do you reckon? How many? What do you reckon the number will be? I think seven today. So you'll think we'll get seven guests yes. today. Yeah. And then we'll do another little intro tomorrow morning to say how everything's gone, and then we'll do more of the same. More. <laughs> I need some coffee. You've just had some coffee. I need more coffee. Don't judge me. Let's get spooky. Good morning. Is it morning, Mrs. Deathly? It's still morning, yes. It's still morning. Um, and we're joined with our first uh, guest of the day. It's Stephen Angus from Scarborough. Hello, Stephen. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm very good. You're very well. You, you have a ghost story or a weird spooky story. I, I have a very weird spooky story. I'm just going to, I'm just going to lean this in. You're first, so you're a guinea pig for the day. Don't be frightened of it. It won't hurt you. There you okay. go. That's, there we go. That's better. So, um, tell us about it. Right, um, I'm a taxi driver by trade, 
And one dark evening, um, I picked up in Whitby, heading up to Glaresdale Village, with passenger on board. Um, now, I turned onto Glaresdale Dale, with long stretch of road, and as I rounded the corner, I saw what at first I thought was actually a black spot in my view. Sometimes you get a, a migraine, you lose part of your mm -hmm. vision. And I started blinking my eyes, shaking my head, thinking, what is that? And I realised it wasn't something in my eye, it was something that I was actually looking at in front of me. Yeah. And as I approached it, it was getting closer and closer. And it's what I can only describe as looking into a black hole, an absolute void of nothingness. Ooh. And then my customers spotted it as well. Because at first I'm thinking, am I imagining this? Mm -hmm. Is, is this something that's just in my head? But when my customers saw this as well, I'm like, okay, this is, this is for real. Wow. And we got closer and closer and we come to a dead stop. Yes. And honestly, it was just looking into a black hole. It was, it was nothing, like someone had torn a hole in the universe. Whoa. And we just sat there for about another 30 seconds. Yeah. And then it started to move. And it turned out it was the shape of a rabbit. Because it hopped off. You could see the movement of his back legs, but there was no there's no feature, it was just an outline. And it just moved off the side of the road, disappeared, and me and my passengers just sat there for another 30 seconds with our mouths wide open. I was like, what was that? that? Now if I was on my own, I'd be tempted to think I've made the whole thing up. <laughs> but the fact that I had a perfect stranger sat in my passenger seat who was more freaked out than I was and he said that he was, he was not going to get to sleep that night when he got home. He was, <laughs> he was so... Uh, I, I, I can't explain that. It, was, it wasn't just a black rabbit. It was like someone had torn a hole in the universe. Oh, my gosh. No, That's awesome. Scary. I've never heard anything like that before. That it, it brings us to, and I know you, you're very familiar with the stuff that we do online, yes. it, it, it brings me to mind um, the, the, bar, the old bar guest, which I you know I talk about all the time. Yes. People say they see it as an impossibly black shape, omen of death. Oh. So it's good you're still here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's amazing. Thank you. Our first of the day. Thank you for sharing it, Stephen. Um, enjoy the rest of your time here at Sci-Fi Scarborough. That was the most radio DJ thing I've ever done. <laughs> enjoy the rest of your time here at Sci-Fi Scarborough. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thank you. And we're back here at Sci-Fi Scarborough. I've done that radio DJ thing again. Yeah. We're here with Sci-Fi Scarborough. You everybody. went full clocks. And I went full... <laughs> 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 we're here at Sci-Fi Scarborough. And we're joined by our second guest of the day. It's Mr. Jared Schulzer of Scarborough. Hello. Hello. How the bloody hell are you? I am very good, thank you very that much. That is a fantastic shirt. It's um, it's the Loot Crate's uh, wash shirt from the Firefly oh, series. I had a I had a problem with Loot Crate for a while. I so did I. I had to. Well, I was. I used to get sent them, didn't I? To, I used to get sent them to review them for oh. uh, for a, a website for Geek Pride. Uh, yes. Shameless plug, Geek Pride. Um, very fitting to the atmosphere. In, but no, we're not here to talk about about you know. Geeks, well, we might be. We're here to talk about ghosts, weird ghosts, and Jared has told us 
you have a you have a, a spooky story or a supernatural encounter. Yes. Hit yes, us, hit us right but, in the face with it. I mean, we are in Scarborough, one of the oldest uh, holiday resorts ever, especially in Yorkshire. Um, where do you want? You could go with the story of the uh, the merchant. Is it the merchant? Yeah, there's a merchant. Just give us your favourite one. The, what, you know What's what? the one that's tickling tickling the old... Um... Yeah, I've got a genuine question for you. Go on. Regarding ghosts. Okay. All right, love, calm down. Um... Do every Sorry, everyone stop. Has everyone entered the raffle? What raffle? <laughs> it's the one that they're chatting about. I love a raffle. Just a distance. Enter the... I love it. I love that. It's obviously all for charity. Um, uh, oh, yeah. She's, she's going so hard on it. I'm very proud of her. Um, sorry, go on. Oh, Question. yeah, ghosts. Um, I, I remember those things. Uh, does every school have a ghost story? Oh, absolutely. Oh, ponderous mm. face from Mrs. Deathly, who's not, forgotten that we are not a visual medium. Not sure if <laughs> my school did have but could have. It might just be a Yorkshire ghost thing, though. Or Yorkshire schools. Cause my school did, and my, my college certainly did. Which college were you? Uh, I went to Yorkshire Coast College back when it was uh, the Westwood Theatre, which was the old Stephen Joseph down on the valley. Oh, yeah. So it's flat. Because school. I'm old! And I went to college ago. in 1996. Uh, I were you born? I wasn't born. You then. didn't even exist no. then? Wow. I was, right, yes. that's enough from Jarrah. Jarrah's <laughs> going to fuck off now and never come back. Get out. I'll that's beep that. Fair. <laughs> Sorry, I, I went really. I got really angry there. I just saw wow. red in my... You know, in, the, in the ten years I've known you, I've been expecting you, you to tell me yeah, to yeah, fuck yeah, off yeah, It's about time it happened, to be honest. It's about time. Anybody I really feel bad because a small, a small child wandered past as I delivered a hard F. I do apologise. Dressed as Belle from that film... With her right, in. let's. No. We're getting wildly off yes, contact. Right, You've sorry. got two minutes left. Right, okay, go. So we had a we had a, a ghost that supposedly was in the toilets, uh, the boys' toilets in the lower part of our primary school. Okay. And it was like. Did you go to primary school in Scarborough? Uh, Hammondby. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh well, yeah, yeah, not far. From so there. yeah, it, I'm I am local enough. Um, but yeah, the the supposedly the ghost had been there for like a hundred years, and someone had got stuck in in a cubicle, but the cubicles were made of MDF. Uh, and uh, the school wasn't built a hundred years before, so it's like, oh, spooky. And oh, so you almost almost like the MDF toilet was built around the ghost. Oh, no, that's it. Yeah. Oh, the toilet traps the ghost. That's an even better theory. So now I like the idea that MDF can catch ghosts. It's a very porous material. If you don't treat MDF properly, it can absorb moisture yes. and ghosts. Hundred <laughs> percent. And then you can just lock it in. It's a cold, hard fact, man. Yeah. Science. Lock in that ghost. With, with the full-on MDF. Uh, uh, no, I can't make MDF. So you're back on course. Ghost yes, in the toilet. Ghost, ghost in the toilet. Ghost in the, ghost in the toilet. Um, I went into said toilet once to use said facilities. I was One, I was, or, one or two? Um, Don't be I, shy. I couldn't two at school. No. You never know who's going to barge down the You're vulnerable in the number two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One, two, or boo. <laughs> oh, it's gone weird. Can't continue. I mean, it was always going to be with me. Uh, yeah, went in, um, uh, stood at the urinals. Also, on top of that, it was supposedly a girl ghost in the boys' toilets mm. because they used to be the other way around, apparently, but that doesn't make any sense because okay. I'm sure... Because I'm a plumbing expert, the uh, the urinals have been there for at least 40 years, um, which is interesting because the building was only 20 years old. Getting a lot more toilet facts yeah, in, yeah. in this interview than I thought we'd get. Well, you know, I'm, I'm here I for it. Lower the tone. Um, 
uh, yeah, uh, uh, they're going toilet, and then I just sort of turn around to wash my hands. Uh, there's just clothes everywhere. Just someone's discarded all of their clothes. Oh, like what? Dirty pair of boxes. Oh. Um, How do you know they were dirty? That is a good question. He could mm. smell them. I mean, the, the room smell. Mm. It was. It, I mean, I grew up. Near oh, a school. Park, a school so, toilet yeah. is not a pleasant. It's smell. not. It's no. got a very distinct. Especially a boys. Smell. Uh, especially especially when the cubicles are made of MDF. We are not responsible. Porous smells. Treated yeah. or untreated. Oh, unsure at this awful. point. Um, most most, uh, most toilet wood is, I would say, it's, it's kind of wrapped in that, uh, like a rubberized. So maybe the ghost was back to the ghost. Back, back <laughs> to the ghost. Let's talk. That's we're not. This is not a carpentry podcast. No, but uh, why not? Right. Get so so we got we've got uh, so we're in the toilet. We're, toilet. Having, we're having a number one. We're at urinal. You've turned around. There's there's, there's clothes. abandoned clothes. Just disregarded clothes. From, just like, out of nowhere, they yeah, just, just so yeah. no one came in. No, not that I know. I wasn't the most observant of kids, but Jared, I'm not gonna lie. This is the weirdest ghost story I've ever heard. When have you ever expected me to tell you a decent ghost? Well, story? I know we've known each other for a while, but this is genuinely. I mean, I don't know where I thought he was gonna go, but the fact that you went for you went to you went to the toilet in a school. You turned around and there were just pants everywhere. I yeah. have a this, question. Okay. Um, other than used dirty boxes, um, what other clothes were there? Was it like children's clothes? It was a children's or? school uniform. Oh. And so it was, it was the modern school uniform. Uh-huh. It was irrelevant, but there was right. no one else in there. And what did, you, what, what, what did you do after this? Wash my hands and went back to the class. I'm glad you said wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, the yeah. answer I was hoping for. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was pre-COVID as well. I, so I was you wash, washed your hands and then went back to the classroom. And did you tell anyone in teachers about this? Uh, yeah, I might have told a teacher. How did that go? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they just kind of looked at me and went, right, Jared. No. Nice. Are you sure? Did the teacher ask what? <laughs> go on. Go on. You weren't in the MDF cubicles, were you? That was at the urinal. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you need to listen to our guest stories. <laughs> have a little bit more goddamn respect for the people that have donated their time to us. What is that? Even I, though I'm just telling you about MDF toilets. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time with MDF recently, and it's a troublesome mm. material. Yeah. I don't like it. Paint, uh-huh. Though. Uh-huh. Is that the end of the story? Um, yeah. We Great. Were doing about the Thanks for joining us, Jared. No, 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 I don't want any more facts. No, That's no. enough. That's enough. We've had MDF, we've had toilets, we've had weird ghost underpants. This has and been then great. This has been the highlight of my um, afternoon. I'm done. I told a small child to, to, to F the F off a second ago, inadvertently. It looked me right in the eyes as I dealt with that. Um, we're never going to be invited back here again. It's great. Jared, thank you so much. You're, you're more than welcome. Wonderful. I love you. Uh, I love you too. Awkward. Any final words, Mrs. Deathly? Um. Good. Good night. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Mrs. Deathly. Hello. We're joined by someone very special. Who is it? It's Mother Deathly. (gasps) Hello. Mother Deathly. How are you? I'm fine. You're very fine. Um... We've talked about you a lot. I know you're very distracted. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Um, that's Johnny Five from Sean Circuit. This is very strange. There's some very strange things going on. Um, so, obviously, we grew up um, under your care. <laughs> the words I'm trying to say. Um, you, 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 you did an all right job. Look at us. I've turned out all right. I think. Yeah. Mostly, yeah. mostly. 
But we grew up, um, and we've talked about this on previous um, episodes of the podcast, we grew up in an old house in Scarborough, in Fallsgrave. How, how old was the house? 1989-ish. No, that, well, 1889. I was going to say 1989. I, I <laughs> she's, she's a bit nervous. She's, she's leaped forward in time. If the house was built in 1989, that would have been concerning because we were living there from like 1982, one, two, something like that. But 1889, it's about, actually, that's about similar to what our house, where Mrs. Death and I now live. Um, and I think it's safe to say that, that, that our house in Fosgrave was a little bit haunted. A little? A little bit haunted. <laughs> A lot. So we've talked about how um, people have different perceptions. Um, I just want to know, if anyone's not listening, Mother Deathly is, is my mum. I just want to I just <laughs> sort of just highlight that. People are going, who on earth is Mother? Those are new to the podcast. Like, Who's Mother Deathly? It's my mum. My mum. She's here. She, made, she's, 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 she, she, she raised me on a diet of mildly burnt fish fingers and potato <laughs> waffles. Carrots. Carrots. You burnt carrots once. Oh, <laughs> always. Always burn the carrots. Burning, burnt boiled carrots. Not, not like overly boiled, but like the, the water had dried and then... The, and maybe that's, maybe that's why, maybe that's explained the way I've ended up. It's all those, all those burnt carrots. They say carrots help you see in the dark. I have pretty good eyesight. Oh, thanks to those burnt oh, yeah. carrots then. There we go, nailed it. Um, I think the one that springs to mind was the day that you saw me when you were around the back of the house doing some gardening. Do you remember? You I ran, do. You ran the hack at, what, what happened? You just came towards me, stood and looked at me. Mm-hmm. I said, what are you doing? And you just walked off. And then I got home later that day. And then you came in properly. Yeah. And you were like, why did you come home earlier? Mm, I was like, but I he di- didn't. I didn't. <gasps> <gasps> and there was the weird shapes that used to move past the window, the bay window, the oh, shadow, the people. White. Thing. The white thing. I can't explain it. Oh. People would wonder. We we'd always alarm people by opening up the front door because if they came up the stairs toward the house to knock on the door, we would see them walk past the window, like the shape coming through. And the amount of times we opened the door, people would go, "Oh, how did you know I was there?" But how many times did we open the door and there was nobody, nobody there? there. No. Nobody there. Um. I think, what else was there? There was another strange thing that kept happening in that house. My nana wouldn't babysit anymore. No, there was a point where she refused, didn't she? Not going in that house. Why? <laughs> because of ghosts? Yeah, we left her alone one night and we came in. She said, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Take me home. Oh. Either a ghost or we were such little, yeah. little, little arseholes. They were like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting up with these two anymore. Um, but you, you told us so recently, you did... Um, you went to an event in Scarborough, in the Market Vaults. Scarborough Market Vaults. Yeah, and yeah. something happened. Yeah, apparently, when we went in, they told us about the ghost. They found some bones under the um, flagstones mm-hmm. of a monk, and we were all stood over it. There was nothing, nothing at all. About ten minutes later, walked around the corner, like somebody drenched me in cold water. It was horrendous. Oh. And apparently it's an old man called Jack. But mm. I don't know any more about him. I oh. wanted to do some research. Yeah. Was he actually called Jack, or is it is that the name that's sort of being given to him? Uh, possibly the name that's being given to yeah. him. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard about this, but there there are loads of really famous hauntings. So we have like Enfield, Amateurville, Battersea, Pontefract, 
Um, and at first, people call these ghosts by you know names like Pontifract is a really good one. They used to call him Mister Nobody, mm. and then pe people obviously don't like that because it's a bit frightening, you know, Mister Nobody. And then they start calling him Fred. It takes like his power away. It takes his power away. So you humanise yeah. the apparition. So Jack of the the Market Vaults. Mark, it could be, a, could have been a made-up name. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Sort of a bit terrifying. You need to have a look into it. Do a bit of research. Yeah. Get back to you. Someone's sneaking up on you. It's Davros. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> only, only in Scarborough could you be recording a podcast and Davros appears. It's a very friendly version of Davros. Oh, yeah. It's magnificent. You're got, that, is, that is wonderful. It's so good. It's brilliant. I'm a bit frightened. I'm a little bit frightened. So in So intense. I know what you did. You've you're responsible for the deaths of thousands. God, where's a good doctor when you when you need one? Oh, well, thanks for joining. Thank you for that little little share there. Um, is there anything you'd like to say before you leave? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> she says, as a, as abrupt with her, sh uh, her her exits as I am. Um, thanks for joining us. Shut up and go away. <laughs> Okay, welcome back to Sci-Fi Scarborough. And right now we're talking to Kat from Scunthorpe, also known as Kitty Morecambe, makes <laughs> lovely notebooks <laughs> with uh, Monster Eyes on, which I've enjoyed very much. Um, and you've got a couple of ghostly experiences to tell us about, haven't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like a magnet for ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Go on, tell us more. Um, so. Uh, when I was at uni, um, whenever I got stressed out with like um, uni work or anything like that, I would always see a figure dressed completely in black. Um, he would just be stood there. He didn't bother me. I kind of saw him as someone who was watching out for me. But whenever I told my uni mates that he was stood there, they would absolutely freak out um, and <laughs> hide. <laughs> but um, then, um, so... What was the other one? Oh yeah, another time when I was in uni, I woke up and there was a Viking and a blonde-haired woman, two very, very different looking people. So one, um, she had like blonde hair and big loop earrings and was wearing like blue. And the Viking was, well, a massive Viking. Uh, I was a bit scared, gotta be honest. It's not really what you want to wake up to. Um, and they looked like they were waiting for something. I kind of think they were waiting for me to acknowledge them, but like a very, you know, um, clever person that I am, I hid under the covers instead of uh, acknowledging them. <laughs> Did they um, acknowledge each other? Hmm? Were they together, do you think? I don't know, because they, neither of them was really looking at each other. They were just, they literally looked like, you know, like when you're stood at the bus station and you're sort of going, da 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 yep. da da <laughs> they, they were looking um, just like they were really waiting for something. Um, a friend of mine at the time who was a medium said that she constantly saw me surrounded by ghosts, which is, you know, oh. interesting. Um, and she said that they were waiting for me to acknowledge their existence. And I said, they will be waiting a very, very, very long time. <laughs> Just prefer to ignore them. Yeah, in, in fairness, I, 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 I don't think I'd be much help, to be honest. I've got enough anxiety without uh, a ghost. <laughs> same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very much. Um, but the best one, my favourite one, was I was in my, just moved into my new flat, and I saw a chicken run through huh? the kitchen. 
And it just went, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, that chicken didn't want to be eaten. Uh, um, no. So the ghost chickens. Or you might say, poultry guys. <laughs> 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 well, thank you for talking to us today. Very nice to meet you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just want to point out we can't go an episode of this bloody podcast without talking about poultry guys. Poultry guys. Poultry guys, <laughs> they are the best. We mention uh, it in every episode. Well, that's what makes me laugh when people say, like, you know, like, oh, animal ghosts, if, if ghosts are real, why do you see animal ghosts? I see them all the time. I've seen a ghost cow before, you know. Whoa. <laughs> I, it, I'll, I'll work, I'll apparently, that cow that was one. not in the field. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> Maybe it was trying to move on into the next. I got it. Line. It was a boovine. A boovine. Yes. <laughs> I like that. A boovine. You got poultry guys and a boovine. I like it. Done. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's Thank you. Thank you very much for talking to me. I'm going to go back to my notebooks. Beautiful. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye. Rack the mag right. You do what? Uh, sorry, again. I didn't realise you were recording. Yeah, I'm, I'm always recording. Um, we are here with um, a very special guest, um, uh, Arthur Schnut. And I'm, uh, I, I actually have to pop off now just to get a cup of tea. And I'm, I'm going to let um, Mrs. Deathly interview Arthur. Okay, yeah. Arthur, Mrs. I'll Deathly, Mrs. Mrs. Deathly, this is Arthur. How, um, sorry, how do you pronounce your surname? Schnut. Schnoot. Schnoot. What nationality is that? Um, it's I I I I, be, I believe it's I think it's British. It's lovely. It's a beautiful name. West British. Ah, okay, yes. right. So, um, Arthur, you have mm. a, a story of your own to tell. I, us, I do. Believe. I I I do have a good story to Would share. Would you like to share that now? Um, is that is that what we're doing? It was um it was it was forty-seven years ago. Um, I, was a, I was a younger man, um, younger than I am now, because that's how time works. You know, have you heard about time? Yes, yes, big yeah. fan. We're big, yes, we, all, all susceptible to time. Um, and in my, in, in, in my youth, I was, a, I, I was a pigeon fancier. Right, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Don't get many pigeon fanciers these days, do you? Not, 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 not since the war. Do you, are you um, <laughs> the great, the great P- pigeon, pigeon war? Pigeon war yeah, of West yeah. Britain. And um, so many lives. Do you know Philip? Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Philip was, of course, one of their um, their top generals right. in, the, in the in the great pigeon war. Okay. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> Feathered prick. So um, was was Philip? So many beaks. In in the story that you're going to tell us? Um, no, 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 no. Just um, had a good time, really. Um, so one one day I was out tending to the to the flock. Um, you want to understand that there are at the time there was a great rift between the social pigeons that which we cared for, um, and and those who were, of course ultimately led the great pigeon charge of uh, of, of, of North, northern Bromshire. Right, um, yeah. So many beaks coming over the horizon. I, I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night thinking about this. Anyway, 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 anyway I digress. I have a habit of doing this. Um, I was, I was tending to the flock and, 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 and suddenly out of nowhere, there he was. It was dark, shadowed mass. 
cold as the night. I could see my breath misting in front of my face. He looked me in the eye and it said, Have you ever tasted the metal tang of a penny? <laughs> and I said, No. At which point it pulled out an old worn sock. Full, heavy, clinking with metal. And with a taloned hand it forced my mouth wide. And it made me swallow those pennies. More than one. Thousands. <laughs> Thousands of them. And shitting them for months. <laughs> my I'm so sorry. My fecal drops sounded like a um you know those coin machines you get at the seafront arcade. Clankle, clankle, clankle. Punctuated by a solid turd. <laughs> Only to clankle, clankle once more. Well, Arthur, that is... Mm. Um, mm. That's a really touching... Thank you. ...tale there. Yeah. Um, I'm very sorry that you had to go through that, obviously. Actually, I have harrowing. to leave now. Um, I can feel the change coming. <laughs> oh, hello, I'm back. What did we miss? Who was that man? What man? Was that, was that Schnoot again? Is that, what, is that what we said his name was? <laughs> Arthur Schnoot, everybody. Um, yeah. Great. And as soon as he arrived, he was gone. Just a distant sound of a loose coin purse. Loose Schnoot. Rattling in the night. Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's been a struggle to get people to come and talk on the podcast this weekend, hasn't it? A lot of people are shy. A lot of people are shy. We thought we'd be a bit overwhelmed by that. No, it's been fun. We've got, we got a fair few. Um, Arthur was a colourful character. Mm. Yeah. How's the weekend gone for you, though, Mrs. Deathly? Oh, I've had a great time. Yeah. My face, actually, my face hurts from smiling. Does it? Yeah. You shouldn't smile. It's not part of the brand. No. I'm full of a da dangerous level of co coffee in me. I'm, uh, over caffeinated. Uh, I feel like if I put a little... It's just, I feel like it's in my neck. Oh, I don't know what that was actually. A brown neck. Brown neck, yeah. yeah. Lovely cup of brown it's neck. It's better than penny neck, I'm told. Yeah. Well, this is a good uh, five and a half minutes of content for the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, thanks, Arthur. It's quite all right. Go. No. All right. Run. Run. And we're back. We are. Again, I've gone into radio DJ mode, and we're back. Um, we're joined by uh, Craig Hallam from Doncaster. You're, you're an author. Yes. And you're in, the, you're in the table opposite us. We've been making eye contact all weekend. <laughs> I've been making eyes at both of you all weekend, just being like, Hello. you like strange things, and um, so do I. You could, I think, you, let, let's shamelessly plug your book. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Do it now, do it now, do it now. Tell us about, a little bit about your book. Um, so I've been writing for about 12 years, um, and I started off writing horror. Nice. because I'm obsessed um, and then kind of went through gothic fantasy I've done cyberpunk and all kinds of stuff um, my latest one is the end of a trilogy um, it's the it's finally done it's finally finished um, it was actually done pre-apocalypse and then the apocalypse hit and everything the real, the real one yes that, oh, yeah. that kind of like really floppy apocalypse when the we world had. stopped a, a really disappointing a flop apocalypse, apocalypse. <laughs> yeah a disappointing <laughs> lips um, 
And so I've been waiting for it to come out ever since. But it's finally out. Uh, and that's kind of a, a Victorian adventure thing. Uh, some people say it's steampunk, but it's more really like uh, Indiana Jones in the 1800s kind of vibe. Oh. It must feel good, though, to... to... Oh, I'm so glad it's out there. Mm. What, what's, it, what's it like to finish something? <laughs> <laughs> I am the master of the unfinished project, I really Oh, am. man, you're, you're talking to a like, king of procrastinators. Um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those sad kind of mm. moments, like sad joy kind of moments, because yeah. Alan's been in my life a long time. Uh, sorry, Gosh. the title of the book is Grave Purpose. Book three <laughs> in the Alan Shaw series. Grave Purpose, um, books one, two, and three, now available. Oh, well, now available <laughs> from all good bookstores. Um, and it kind of feels a little bit sad to be uh, to not write him anymore because he's yeah. been a massive part of my life. Okay, I'm, imagine. I'm also kind of glad that it's done, but I think Alan's probably glad that I'm done with him as uh. well because man, I've put him through the ringer. <laughs> I just want to rest. If we ever met, I'd get chinned. Absolutely. <laughs> That's, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So I'm kind of glad he's fiction. I kind of have that experience because I, I played a character in, a, in a, an online series for about 10 years, I think right. it was. Timothy Helsing, descendant of Van Helsing, <laughs> and ah, that's the, great. the shit I put him through um, <laughs> mm-hmm. physically. I have, I actually have issues with my body left from because it was an action comedy series, and I right. really did some terrible things to Tim. But annoyingly, Tim lived in my actual human body. So, uh, <laughs> I'm glad he's dead now. <laughs> wow! Yeah, die, deep. Tim, die. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take you with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's doing, but he's just taking his real sweet time yeah, about it. Yeah, and yeah. just like, just pull me out of my misery, Tim. Um, Craig, Craig, Craig. <laughs> I know you're Craig. Craig. Tell us about your ghostly encounter. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, so um, I was, as, as I was just telling you, um, I was a nurse for 10 years um, and an undertaker for some after that. Uh, and now I'm a librarian. Strange career path. These are all <laughs> opportunities for frightening things. I know, right? Well, if you've ever seen Ghostbusters, I mean, that, mm. that first librarian ghost is pretty <laughs> pretty bad, right? Um, but yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff over the years, really, and a lot of stuff I can explain away. I like to be kind of analytical about stuff. Yep. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a kook. Um, and a lot of stuff I'm like, that's the electrics. Come on, people. Let's, come on. Um, but there are a couple um, that still freak me out. Uh, and what most of them actually were from being a nurse, not an undertaker, oddly enough, as I was just saying. You think that you'd see more as an undertaker, but actually funeral homes tend to be quite chill yeah. places. I imagine they're quite spiritually chill places. Mm-hmm. Um, hospitals, however, are mental. Traumatic. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but the, my favourite one is one where I saw something and a friend of mine did at the same time. Um, so this is one of the few that I can actually corroborate. Mm-hmm. Um, one of kind of one of two, um, and we, we were helping a patient. It was maybe half three in the morning, uh, maybe four o'clock actually. Um, and weird stuff always seems to happen at that hour of the morning. Yeah. Anyway, um, sorry, I have a cold for everybody who just heard that sniff. Um, <laughs> oh, I've had a cold for a year. It's fine. <laughs> just, it's this soft apocalypse. It's just lingering, isn't it? A snotalypse. <laughs> Right, um, I'm stealing that. That's yeah, no, right. take him, take him. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and we were we were helping a uh, we were helping a patient, and you know the uh, the curtains that go around mm-hmm. the single bay, so we had the curtains around. However, they never fit. So behind me there was a quite a sizable gap, um, and I had my back to the corridor, um, and the person I was working with was facing the corridor over kind of over my shoulder. So we were we were cleaning this patient up, and as I turned around to grab some wipes. I saw someone walk down the corridor. Shadowy figure oh. in the dark, you, you know, you know. But I was working in um, neuro rehab at the time, 
And the only people who could move around freely on the ward were me, the person I was working with, oh. and the person who wasn't on the ward at the minute because she was on break. No. So nobody could get out of bed. Nobody could walk unassisted. And I turn around and kind of, uh, I'm, I'm act, I keep turning away from the mic because I'm acting it out as I'm doing it, which is weird. <laughs> um, and uh, I turned around and went, huh, oh, and turned back to Sarah and went, did you just? And she went, yep. And because, because I'm obsessed with ghosts and stuff, I went, what did you see? And she went, just a person, just a person working, working, walking down the corridor. And I went, yes, that's exactly what I saw. And she went, okay, okay, okay. So we finished doing what we were doing. And I went, I'm going to go look. And she said, you're a lunatic, which is absolutely right. But I can't pass this up. No, of course not. I've just seen a thing. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go have a look. Oh. That guy, he's everywhere this weekend. Yeah. Um, so I went to have a look, and the way that the person was walking, there were only three rooms um, and no exits, basically. There's a sluice room, which is, you know, has the commodes in. There was a bathroom, big bath. Um, and then there was, like, the medication room type of thing, which is closed off as well. So I searched all three. Like, there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. This is super cool. Um, and started getting really excited. Um, Sarah was not so impressed, like, however. Yeah. Um, so I went and found her. <laughs> oh she was no, like, did you, did you find anything? I was like, no, which makes it worse rather than <laughs> really better, does, yeah. actually. Uh, I was kind of hoping that the other person we were working with had come back early, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it was just it was just her on the ward. Um, no, it absolutely wasn't. But yeah, we both oh. saw that. Never so. an explanation. Yeah. No, could not figure that one out. No, it's and I love ones, to figure them out. Yeah, you know, it's the ones you can't explain. Yeah. They're, they're the worst ones. Um, uh-huh. But I do have another one if you want another one. Yeah, if you have yeah. time. Yeah, no, of course, of course. And again, night shift, about half past three in the mm-hmm. morning, same time as usual. And three of us were sat at a table. We'd been moved to another ward because it was being decorated. Um, we were sat at a dining room table, kind of similar to where we are now, with a wall very close to our left-hand side, um, where the corridor was on the other side. And uh, one of us was reading, one of us was knitting. Uh, I think I was doing some paperwork. And uh, we heard a very specific kind of hand slap on the wall oh. on the on the other side um, which obviously well, the mic won't pick it up I, I normally do it but uh, it was like three slaps on the wall so I looked up at the other two and we all kind of looked at each other and I went I'll go and have a look shall I <laughs> anyway yeah well I'm not going got into the corridor absolutely nothing all the way down and again it was the same ward so um no patients could get up and around and they certainly couldn't have got to the outside of the dining room and then disappeared fast enough for me to get out in the corridor search the entire ward everybody's asleep so I got back to the dining room I was like so that was weird because everybody's asleep and then we just sat there yeah we just sat there staring at each other not blinking for the rest of the night basically but I still can't and it was one of those very specific sounds Mm -hmm that all three of us went, that was somebody hitting the other side of that wall, mm-hmm. like right next to where we sat. And I still can't figure that one out either. Um, there, are, there are others that are easy, but yeah, those two are absolute yeah. kind of shivers. Oh, oh, amazing. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank um, you for having me. Just, really one more time, it. what the name of the book is? Uh, it's the Adventures of Alan Shaw series, but the new one is called Grave Purpose. Beautiful. Amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. That was Cheers. Awesome. Thank Cheers. You. Hello. Hello. Um, we're back again. It's Saturday afternoon. Everyone's dead. No, it's not. It's Sunday. The, the nuclear alarm oh. went off. No, nothing <laughs> That's exploded. Awkward. 
It's uh, Sunday. Is mate. it Sunday? Yeah. Oh, man. That's where we are right now. <laughs> Absolutely having a storm in time of it. Uh, we're joined by John Lamb from Scarborough. Hi, John. Hello. How's it going? Not bad. Yeah, talking to that. There we okay. go. There we go. There we go. Beautiful. That's how microphones work. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Good. Cheers, man. Um, well, man, we've known each other for a few years now. We have. We met here, I think. Uh, indeed, yeah. Like years ago, because um, you do the the mad cosplays. Yeah, yeah, I've done a few. few of my Black, time. Black sheep cosplay. That's the one, yeah. Amazing. Find them on Facebook. We're just shamelessly plugging everybody at this point. Well, talking yeah. about ghosts and stuff, but also we're just like go and look at the stuff. And, but uh, yeah, John, you talk, you've you've um, you've had a bit of a weirdly ghosty encounter. I have, yeah. It was quite a few years ago, yeah. so I'm sort of trying to remember it exactly. Share it with happened. us. Right. So basically, I was on holiday somewhere abroad. It was definitely somewhere Spanish. It was in Spain, so I I, it was that, that long ago. I can't oh, yeah, remember yeah. what it was. Somewhere warm. Somewhere very warm. Yeah. So it's the last place I thought I'd uh, encounter a ghost. Um, I, I didn't see anything, but I will tell you the tale uh, in, and what happened. So uh, it was it must have been about one two in the morning. Um, I was there was like a, a main a main foyer, and then off to the left of the foyer there was a, like a games room. Mm -hmm. So in the in the games room there was a pool table in the very centre. Uh, on the left hand side there were some arcade machines. On the right hand side of the pool table there was a, a bar. Uh, in front of that was some toilets, uh, and uh, it was all shut down. Obviously it was like two in the morning. Bar was shut. Shutters were down. And I was sat I was sat down with, with a couple of lasses that I'd met on holiday talking on the table. And uh, uh, just just chatting away, and that, and then all, all of a sudden, we, we heard like a rapping on the door at bar, um, and we sort of thought it was a bit weird because bar was shut. And uh, anyway, we we sort of ignored it, carried on talking, and then uh, a little bit later, it started banging louder. So we were like, oh, there must be someone in there, you know? We thought someone was messing about. And we were in Spain or something like that, so we were like, hola, hola, you know, shouting out to see if anyone would respond, but no one had responded. Um, so we started ignoring it again, carried on just chatting and stuff, and then uh, eventually the, the door handle on the door started slamming, rattling about, as, as yeah, yeah. like like aggressively, like really aggressively, and uh, I, that was it for me. I was like, right, I'm going to go get security guard because there's something going on. <laughs> so I, I went outside uh, with, with these girls, and we were trying to convince this, this Spanish uh, security guard at the hotel that there was someone in the bar, so I, he I don't think he spoke very good English, but we were just saying, like, there's someone in the bar, and he was like, nah, impossible, impossible. And I was like, no, there's definitely someone in there. And he was like, eventually, after about five, five minutes of trying to convince him, that he came with us. And uh, anyway, he got keys out and walked back into the games room. And uh, he opened the door. I, I, I think I'd had a few to drink at this point, so I had a... I had a pole cue in my hand. I, <laughs> I had a pole cue in my hand because I was freaked out anyway. So I have, you, have you got a pole cue on you right now to take out <laughs> these Daleks that are getting close and close? Well, uh, I could definitely to Dalek in a pole cue. But, um, Just topple it. Oh, oh, yeah, wait, wait, bloody. Just tip it on its side like a cow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we'll so, so, yeah, you've got the pole cue in your hand. Pole cue in my hand following this. Wow, he was a big lad, was this uh -huh. security guard. And he was a very big man so I, he went in first I, I went behind him and uh, we, I think girls just stayed outside and uh, he, we went in and sort of as soon as you went into the bar there was like a normal bar on the right hand side but then there was a, like a, a back door to it uh, and when you went in there it looked like a really old style like wine cellars type 
You know, with the like big wooden barrels yeah, and yeah. stuff yeah. like oh, that. God, like yeah. aging yeah, the like, wine. Yeah, like typical horror horror movie yep. stuff. And I was like, perfect. Mm. I'm not liking that. Um, I've made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I've made a mistake. And anyway, I was like, I was watching this security guard. I was with him, and he was looking around all barrels and stuff, and he was like, "There's nothing in here. There's nothing in here." And I, I looked, and there was like, to my right hand side, there was like, uh, if you imagine like plaster slatting, so it's uh, thin wooden slats with all plaster behind, yeah, it. like the back yeah, of a wall. Yeah. What you'd see behind the mm. wall it was just like a thin passage with that on both sides. Um, it's like pitch black down there, but it was like a, it looked like a passage that was going down there, and I thought. If there's anything in here, it's probably gonna be in there. So I just I opted out at that point, um, <laughs> and uh, there was there was nothing in there uh, oh, that no. we could. Oh. There was no other way out of the bar. There was no one in there. That, but uh, there was massive knocking up door, and, and the under was moving. Yeah, That's don't... one of the things that creeped me out the most. What's knocks. That? Knocks. Knocks when yeah. there's nobody there. Because yeah. if you like to be a knock, there has to be like physical. Yeah, oh. some much giving a tap. So yeah, yeah it was. It, 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 the knocking was freaking, but it was the, the way it, the handle, handle was going. Went, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. That was the point where I was like, I'm getting someone. It's reminiscent. Yeah. There's, there's a guy in, in New York at the moment who's on like TikTok and Facebook and stuff, and he's right. documenting. Um, he, he lives like above a little bodega in, in New York City, and he's got a, a wardrobe in his house. So it's not like a wardrobe, like a walk-in closet. So you come in through the front door of his apartment, and you kind of into this little studio space, which are the as you look at it towards the door, to the right, there's a little door, open that, and you're in a little walk-in cupboard, you know, right. like a little pull-down chain light and everything. And almost every day, it's just, and it's, it's, def- it's like boom, 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 boom. And he just films it as one on his phone. And like, we come from filmmaking background. We can spot yeah. hidden cuts and stuff. Right. And he's dum, 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 the handle's going and everything. And then the door will just open, like it'll come oh, off the latch, man. open, and he'll go, okay, okay, we're open. And he'll really slowly, like, look, no cuts, no cuts, no cuts, no cuts, no cuts. Oh. And he shows us it, and it's a little tiny walk-in box, nothing there. No. And it's happening, like, every few days. Right. And it's just like, I don't know what to do. No one believes I'd, me. I'd be out. I'd be out. I'd, I'd, I'd be out. I'd be like, I, I don't know, the fire just started. I don't know how it burnt down. The building just... <laughs> yeah. I'd, these I'd, things yeah. happen, I suppose. I, I couldn't stay in it. Oh, amazing. Well, thanks. We've, we've, we've been passing each other all weekend, and it's, it's good that we've got you on. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Cheers, yeah. bud. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, mate. Take Cheers. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like more Deathly Dark content in your ears, why not join us on Patreon? Over there we share extra bits of the podcast, uh, special episodes, we do all manner of bizarre and unique things, and of course you'll get access to our Discord as well, which is a great community of like-minded spookologists. Now to those people who have already joined us on Patreon, thank you very much. Your names are as follows. Andy Bright, Ashley Ellen Kavanagh, Ashley Evans, Kadger, Claire Nolan, Claire Whitehead, Dave Bardy, David R., Dean Cavey, Helen Digwood, Helen Edwards, Helen Taylor, Helena England, that's a lot of Helens and Helenas, Ian Atkinson, Jen McGee Lewes, Keely Eastman, Kieran Fawcett, Louise Armstrong, Louise Preston, Maria Neville, Rachel Allison, Rebecca Mellon, Rebecca Payne, Richie Lloyd, Rob Daniels, Robin Denise, Samantha Garside, Samantha Jane, Susan Charette, the Grey One, Anna M, Anne Burke, Anne-Marie Hind, Becky Gittens, Karina Rutter, Faye Adams-Derry, Helen Hunt, Julia Cole, Julie, Chris Baker, Lorraine Smith, Sarah Footner, Sarah Givens, Simon Lear, 
to Other Side Paranormal, Andrew Rogers, Kerry Ellis, Debbie Gadsby, Fee Wilson, Holly Thackeray, James Gilks, Janie McLean, Jenny Avis, Julie Deves, Katie Finneran, Kirsty Hannam, Kristen Rose, Lauren Towers, Leslie King, Pete Johnson, Rachel Roberts, Selkie, Simon Clark, Siobhan Whitaker, Stephen Candy, Stephen Johnson, The Briarleys. Thank you so much for joining us on Patreon and continuing to support the mad things that we do. Without you, then none of this would happen. Well, it would happen, but it just wouldn't be as, you know, fun and rewarding. So thank you so much for going the extra step. If you don't support us on Patreon, why not? Do it. Jump in. Dip a toe in. Up to the knees. It's good. You, uh, you might like it. Until next time, this is Dorian and Dee Dee somewhere in the house doing secret things. Stay safe. Stay spooky. And good morning, evening, afternoon, night. I don't know what time you're listening to this episode. Goodbye. <laughs>